swimming records are being shattered. And you know, it's very demeaning to women what's taking place here, right? And people are afraid to talk about it. Even like the swimmers on the swimming team, I was watching, oh, I'd rather not. They're afraid to talk about it. This is like fascism. This is crazy. They're afraid to talk about it. But we'll get rid of men in women's sports. That's not happening. Just as I did for four years, I will fully uphold our Second Amendment. And we will restore free speech. This is War Room. We're going to stick with President Trump live from Derry, New Hampshire. We're going to continue on with the speech. And along with our borders, probably the most important thing of all, we will secure our elections. Because if you don't have borders and if you don't have fair elections, this country will not survive. No country can. Our goal will be one day voting with paper ballots and voter ID. But until then, Republicans, you have to get out in November. We have to do it twice a year. In January, we're going to do that. We're going to win the primary big. But we have to get out in November. We can't let them cheat. The only way they beat us is going to be if they cheat. They can't beat us otherwise. They don't have the votes. We don't want to see those votes get uh, manipulated. We don't want to get the biggest problem. You know, they're all saying about don't vote on Tuesday, vote early. No, no. The biggest problem is they make fake ballots. Okay, that's the biggest problem. And a lot of Republicans are very naive when they don't say that. They say, oh, vote early, vote early. We want to build. No, no. The big problem we have to do, we got to stop fake ballots from being made. And if we don't do that, this country's in damn big trouble. This is what we must do in conclusion to restore our country to greatness. The USA is a mess. Israel is under attack. Our economy is cratering. You know it very well up here. Inflation is out of control. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea have formed together as a menacing and very destructive coalition. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat of our nation in over 200 years if we lose our currency. And that's happening the way it's going right now with all this money that's being printed and horribly just handed to everybody for Green New Deal. Green New Deal is going to put you out of business. Just ask Germany, ask other countries that have gone a little bit that way. They're all building coal plants now because they were dying. They were going to die. It won't happen with me, not even a chance. Just like Russia would never have invaded Ukraine and China would not be even having a thought about raiding Taiwan. You, they were never talking about it. Russia was never talking about it. You know, people say, well, how do we know? Because for four years it wasn't happening and it never would have happened with Putin or it wouldn't have happened. President Xi would have never done it. Kim Jong-un of North Korea has tremendous nuclear capability. Everybody felt safe when I was president. I got along with him. I got along with him. You would have had a nuclear war if Crooked Hillary was there. You would have had a nuclear war the likes of which you've never seen. And by the way, he's getting very anxious again. He thinks Biden is a total, I won't tell you the word he used, but a very bad word. And you better be careful. And we would have left Afghanistan with dignity and strength instead of the greatest embarrassment in our history. I think it was the most embarrassing moment in the history of the United States. And you notice the way the fake news never talks about it anymore. They don't want to talk about it. If you took the 10 worst presidents, I used to say five, remember? All right. Front row Joe remembers. It was always five, right? I've made it 10. Do you agree? I think I could probably make it 20. I think I could make it 20. 
If you took the 10 worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. I mean that. Look at what he's done with inflation, with the economy, with Israel, with everything, with Ukraine. We're a failing nation. Remember what Viktor Orban said, bring Trump back. Everything will be good. And he's the toughest, possibly, I don't want to insult the others, but let's say he's the smartest or right there. He said, bring Trump back. Forget about this guy. Bring Trump back and you'll have peace. And he was talking about the world. He said, the whole world is exploding. You look at what's going on. The whole world is exploding. We're a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. It's totally corrupt, and we can't let that happen. If you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, then get every patriot you know and get them out to deliver a massive victory in the New Hampshire primary first. First we do that. And you wouldn't be first, as I said before. I got to drum it, because sometimes I got to... Sometimes a few of the people here, I know a couple of them, especially some of the media, I want to drum it. They'll never write it anyway, but... You would not be first if it wasn't for me. But we want you to join our campaign. Work with Steve and Corey and everybody. Join our campaign by visiting nh.donaldjtrump.com or text Trump to 88022. Okay? 88022. 2024 is our final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers, those horrible warmongers from our government. Those stupid, stupid people. They love seeing people die. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, and fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. They really hate our country. We will route the fake news media right back there. We're going to route them because... They've got to learn. You know, they're doing very poorly. They're all going out of business because nobody trusts them. Nobody believes it anymore. I believe it. If they could help us straighten out this country so fast, if we had an honest press, which we don't, if we had an honest press, they are truly the enemy of the people. We will evict Joe Biden from the White House, and we will finish the job once and for all. We're going to make our country greater than ever before. We have a big, big advantage over everybody because we have what's under our feet. You know what I mean? The liquid gold. The great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, the forgotten man and woman will be forgotten no longer. Will be forgotten no longer. You, you have been forgotten. With your help, your love and your vote, we will put America first and we will very simply make America great again. Thank you, New Hampshire. God bless you all. It's been a great honor to be with you. Thank you very much, everybody.
Very uh, New Hampshire. President Donald J. Trump. The music, Sam and Dave, hold on, I'm coming. I will say that I am a big supporter of that as the exit song over some village people. Just a prejudice of mine, right? Love Sam and Dave. Okay. What a speech. Was he... (laughs) Our man, Eric, a camera operator in Derry. Oh, by the way, President Trump went up day registered to make sure that he's on the ballot everywhere. Um, Eric, I think the speech was two hours. We had it streaming on Getter beforehand. Man, he, this is a man on fire. I said this at CPAC at the uh, talk the other day that um, President Trump gets younger every year. I mean, more energy, more power. <laughs> Think about it. I want everybody in perspective. You're in the war room. It's uh, Monday, 23 October, year for 2023. Here's a guy with four indictments, 91 charges, I don't know, six or 700 years in prison. Are they afraid of him? They're, 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 he's got to go back to New York. They're trying to liquidate his company. All of it. Here's what we're going to do. Let's play. We've got a cold open. Let's play the cold open. I'm bringing the Monica Crowley. Big article up. On uh, Newsweek, I tell you what, we'll play that in the B block. Let me bring Monica up now. Let me bring Monica with her because it's so um, it's so important. Monica Crowley uh, joins us, Doctor Crowley. Um, your article in Newsweek, amazing. Was it we need Trump now more than ever, or if Trump was around, none of this would have happened? <laughs> Words to that effect. <laughs> this is you see him right there. He he's just dropping bombs right on right right on Biden nonstop. Give me your, can we put the Newsweek article up? Tell me what your Newsweek article tells us. Uh, Well, thank you so much, Steve. Uh, Yeah, you know, what just struck me over the last uh, two weeks since Israel was brutally and savagely attacked by Hamas terrorists, that none of this would have happened. And it certainly didn't in the four years that Donald Trump was president. And the reason for that is very straightforward. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. This is all like International Relations 101 and American Leadership 101, which is when you have a strong United States, which is embodied and represented by a strong commander in chief, well, the good guys advance, the bad guys retreat, and the world has relative stability, which gives it the space to be relatively prosperous as well. Well, when you've got a weak American president and therefore the country is perceived as weak around the world, the exact opposite happens. And you know, I think Steve, for most of the American people, They don't need to go back to the Reagan years to remember what a strong American president was or a booming economy from a conservative president. They just have to reach back three years, four years to when Donald Trump was president. The memory is so fresh for them that they know the world was at relative uh, peace. The U.S. economy was thriving and the border was secure. And they realized that a strong hand, a strong American president in Donald Trump delivered all of those things. And they really, really want it back. Monica, let me ask you, because you're an expert in this. um, You know, Obama goes to Berlin. He's loved. He wins the Nobel Prize in his first week on the job. I mean, total joke. They're all rubbing up on him. All the world's elites, they're loving on him. And the world's a mess under him, right? He's telling us ISIS, the caliphate, the physical caliphate in Syria and Iraq are going to be there for a generation. It's just more mumbo jumbo. But he's he's a beloved guy, right? They all love him. Uh, history shows us you don't have to be beloved, right, by the world's elites to make the world a peaceful place. Uh, you're, you're the 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 uh, president that you work for 
Richard Nixon, I don't remember him being loved a lot, right? But he kind of got the job done. Absolutely. And to be clear, I worked with him during the last four years of his life, not born when he was elected president, just to be clear. Um, look, you know, there, there is something to be said here for the strong American hand, which, of course, is never popular with America's enemies around the world because they want windows of opportunity of a weak American president and a weakened United States to advance their own agenda and their own interests around the world. And they know they do it when there's a strong American president in there. So whether it was Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, or Donald J. Trump, our enemies knew that for the four or eight years that those men were in office, their interests and their agenda were going to have to go on the back burner until America elected a weaker president, a liberal in most cases. So, yeah, Barack Obama gets the Nobel Peace Prize for doing exactly nothing. He was awarded that after being president for only about five minutes, Steve. So everybody knows that that was a complete joke. But our enemies and the world elites and the globalists and the, the global deep state actors, they all knew that if they gave guys like Barack Obama, Jimmy Carter, positive reinforcement with these global awards like the Nobel Peace Prize and other things and rubbed up on them and stroke their egos that they could get more out of the United States for themselves, for their own countries, for the globalist interests rather than America's interests. Trump, Nixon, Reagan, they come in, they put America first and America's adversaries around the world can't have that, right? Especially when they're peacemakers, because peace ain't profitable. So the globalists, the military industrial complex and deep state here in the United States, they have to de destroy these presidents. And with Richard Nixon, they got one scalp. Donald Trump, they continue to try to get his scalp. Ronald Reagan, they went after him too. They didn't succeed. But this is all about war because war is a vast money laundering operation for all of them, very little to do with America's actual foreign policy interests. We're gonna ask you to stick around here. We're gonna take a short commercial break. We wrapped up the speech in New Hampshire. Dr. Monica Crowley's with us to walk through the geopolitics of the current moment next in the world. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. 
Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon, 989898. Text it right now. The black box that contains the secret that allows America to be the only country in the world that every generation or so is able to remake itself. I said, I can tell you what's in that black box. Two secrets. The first is, we are a country of immigrants, constantly, constantly revitalized by not minor infusion, significant infusion of different cultures, religions, ethnicities from around the world. The only way you can create a new model is to break the old one. Constant stream of immigration has allowed us to do that. Oh, sometimes we retreat like it's going on now, but on balance from 1789 on, those who want to pull the ladder up and say no more, but those who say come always prevail. And the second thing that's in that box is what I already mentioned. Unlike any other country in the world, there's a high premium for students and individuals who challenge orthodoxy. You are never criticized. Hear me, never criticized saying, I don't accept that month. I'm sure you read, to the extent you've read anything about me, that I'm known for being candid. No one ever doubts that I mean what I say. The problem is, sometimes I say all that I mean. (laughs) That's the great Max Evans. Is that guy dangerous or what? We are a country of citizens, sir, and the border we care about is not the eastern-speaking Russian border of a thing called Ukraine, the Ukraine. We care about the southern border of the United States of America. I want to get into the uh, back to Nixon and the Mad Men and, and how it relates to Trump. i got to ask you, uh, Monica, your beloved New York City and Midtown, we had Ben Burkholm on this morning at the Roosevelt Hotel and then over at the Rowe Hotel in Times Square it, it, it's shocking. The military age invaders that we've invited in this country, and it turns out the $14 billion that Biden's t- thrown in as a tip into this uh, boond- the money laundering boondoggle for Ukraine, the 60 or $80 billion he wants there, supplemental, is all for just processing the invaders deeper into the United States. Uh, your, 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 your thoughts are why, why is Biden and his regime fail? to take at the southern border of the United States, the invasion, as a national security issue and national security issue number one, ma'am. Yeah, it is the primary national security issue, one that they created. You know, any president always, uh, Steve, uh, faces external threats, uh, external events like 9-11 that, that light upon the country and that they have to deal with. 
But the wide open southern border with all of the national security implications, as well as economic implications, cultural ones, crime, drugs, the drug cartels and everything else was self-created. This was created by this president with a very specific mission in mind. You know, he is out there enforcing everybody else's border, whether it's Israel with Gaza or Russia and Ukraine. Anybody else who has a border problem comes to the United States, and wants a huge handout, which this administration and the Uni Party will happily give to them. But they refuse to enforce our own border. And the reason is very clear. You know, the Democrats for a long time have been wedded to the Cloward and Piven philosophy. This is like straight up out of the textbook of Cloward and Piven, those two Columbia University radicals in the 1960s who created this theory that if you want to destroy the United States, you do it from within and you do it by overwhelming all of her systems economic, cultural, governmental, the border, you overwhelm all of her systems in order to implode those systems so you can build in a more collectivist, Marxist kind of model out of the ashes. So what is going on here is that is the bigger narrative. That's the bigger reason for why he's doing this. This is a deliberate destruction of the United States of America. The people coming in here, number one, I've been screaming on my own podcast since I launched it in March of 2022 about the terrorist threat coming across the border. Now everybody is focused on it, but I was focused on it a year and a half ago because to me that was the number one thing that we needed to be worried about. Um, but then of course you have all the attendant issues. This is about allowing people to just stream into the country who have no allegiance to America, to our flag, to our constitution, bill of rights, to the rule of law, due process, to the American culture. There is no desire to assimilate in this country. There, there may be a desire on some to make money and send it back home. There may be uh, more nefarious objectives of these people to literally kill us, destroy our country. But we have let in, what, 8 million plus about 2 million gotaways. That's all lowball numbers. We're looking at well over maybe 12 million. And overall, over many years, we have no idea how many people have come in. People throw around 12, 15 million. It's probably more like 40 or 50 million in this country. So the deportations have to start on day one of the next Trump presidency. But I swear to God, Steve, if there is a terrorist attack that happens from somebody who has come across the border or other ports of entry into this country under Joe Biden, it's going to make 9-11 look like child's play. And Joe Biden and everybody in his administration who allowed this wide open border from Mayorkas on down is going to have that American blood on their hands. Monica, talk to me about the uh, the Mad Men theory. I think they used to say this about President Nixon. Why do you think it's applicable today? Yeah, actually, you know, when I was in graduate school at Columbia, I was shocked to actually see the madman theory be taught, Steve. It's, it is a legit academic theory and it's real. So what the madman theory dictates is that when you have a leader 
um, who behaves in a certain way that can be perceived as a little off balance, uh, a little maybe irrational, maybe a little unsteady. It's not because the leader himself is actually crazy or unstable in any way or off balance, but that he is deliberately projecting that to the world to keep our allies sort of in line, but more importantly, to keep our adversaries concerned that if they challenge the United States, the American people and or our interests around the world, that there will be absolute hell to pay and that there will be an overwhelming U.S. retaliatory response. Richard Nixon did the madman theory really well. So did Ronald Reagan. But the best of them all, Donald J. Trump, because every enemy around the world looked at Trump and said, oh, my God, you know, the man might be crazy enough to nuke us. And that is exactly what you want in American president. Monica, your podcast is on fire. Your Newsweek piece is amazing. How do people get all your content, social media, the podcast, all of it? Thank you, Steve. So the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, it's called Monica Crowley Podcast. And again, please go check it out. It's on fire, as Steve said. Thank you. And uh, in terms of my articles, you can find them all over my social media. I'm posting it on Instagram at Monica Crowley underscore and on Twitter, True Social and Getter at Monica Crowley. Okay, let me I want to be on the record for this. I want Media Matters listening because Dr. Monica Crowley and her significant other other is are also dear friends of mine. Dr. Crowley was not born when Richard Nixon was president. She worked for him. <laughs> she worked with him many years later and wrote a great but wow. Man, did I get chop blocked right there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Monica, fantastic fantastic work as always. Love the podcast. Take care. Thank you so much, Steve. Wow. Wow. Um, Chris Orr, I got tremendous feedback by the posse earlier about this, uh, the situation. And people got to realize when Monica talks about 40 or 50 million illegal alien invaders in the country. I mean, wow. Just think about that for a second. We know we got at least eight to 10 on Biden's watch. Um, we got problems with the grid. Now we got problems with is Hezbollah here is Hamas. The, we know the Muslim Brotherhood's here. I want to make sure everybody's got access to this deal you offered this morning. And I think you may still have a few more phones left. So walk them through one more time what we got for the uh, Warren Posse. Well, yeah, Steve, at sat123.com, we've got a free satellite phone. Um, this is the last order we have this year, uh, free with activation. Uh, and that's just uh, 119 a month. Uh, you can check it out at sat123.com or 941-955-1020. Let's call us at 941-955-1020. The issue is, as we heard from Monica, the invasion from the southern border, Hezbollah and others coming across the southern border into this country looking to hurt us and looking to attack us. That threatens the power grid and the cell networks. Uh, you need to be connected, and now is the time to make sure you are with a free SAT phone from sat123.com. And Steve, the power grid... Go to BeReady.com. That's BeReady123.com. BeReady123.com. We have up to 40% off home generators that can power anything from a small fridge up yep. to your entire house, you know, in case we lose power in the grid. You got to check all these out. I want to make sure if uh, Mo and Grace can put these up in the live chat. One more time. What's the phone number? Chris, I want to make sure everybody that wants to gets a shot at this. 
Yeah, it's 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020. Free sat phone with activation and up to 40% off the generator, Steve. Chris, thank you. Thank you for doing this for the posse. I appreciate you guys when you're always putting up special for, for our folks, our audience who love them. Now more than ever, thank you, you got to worry about getting prepared. Chris Hoare, thank you from the Satellite Phone Store. Okay, short break. Laura Loomer is going to join us. She's got some interesting research, as all, only Laura Loomer can do, about Emmer and what's going to happen in this whole uh, house race. We've got Loomer, and then later we're going to have Caroline Wren, Darren uh, Beatty, Dave Walsh. We're packed wall-to-wall here in the afternoon, early evening. Are you prepared for the unthinkable ahead? We all need to pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. That means stockpiling emergency food before it's too late. Right now, go purchase a three-month emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the nation's leader in self-reliance. Order your today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Every family member needs their own kit when disaster strikes. These three-month kits from MyPatriotSupply.com give you an abundance of delicious meals, providing over 2,000 calories a day. You'll have plenty to eat when everyone else is scavenging empty store shelves. Stock up now. Because you won't get a warning when disaster hits. Order by 3 o'clock today, and your order ships the same day for free. The unthinkable can happen at a moment's notice. So don't wait for a crisis to hit. Prepare today and become self-reliant no matter what the future holds. And remember to pray. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. I've had the argument made to me, Tom, as a conservative, why would you ever want to support something like national popular vote? You know, they handed me a book, and I said to the gentleman that had come in to pitch it, why would I ever support this? I mean, are you crazy? Well, it's funny. I went and read the book and became an absolute believer. National Popular Vote, NPV, founded by John Koza, who financially supports Democratic Party committees liberal candidates, and was an elector for Al Gore. NPV is partnered with Fair Vote, which was granted seed money from the Joyce Foundation. At the time, seated on the board of directors was Barack Obama. They also support American Civil Liberties Union, AFL-CIO, and La Raza. Fair Vote is also funded by Open Society, a George Soros foundation. The executive director of Fair Vote is Rob Ritchie, who is also a member of the Bretton Woods Committee, an organization openly committed to radically transforming the global economy, also funded by Soros. Ritchie of Fair Vote and Koza of National Popular Vote co-authored a book called Every Vote Equal. Is this the book that made Tom a believer in National Popular Vote? I get conservatives who say to me, well, why do you want to eliminate the Electoral College? And I have to tell them, this is why you need to read the book. Article 2, Section 1, it is constitutional. We're not changing the Constitution. If you respect states' rights, if you truly do believe in them, then you respect the states' rights to determine however they want to award their electors.
it's time to junk the Electoral College. Rather than dismantling the Electoral College with an amendment, we can use the mechanisms of the Electoral College itself to guarantee popular election of the president. I believe in the Republican message of smaller government, individual liberty, and economic freedom. And if uh, conservatives believe that, then they should support national popular vote. Okay, let me have it. Uh, he doesn't believe in smaller government because he hasn't been with us in any of this uh, activity of uh, dismantling the administrative state through the appropriations process. That's just a lie. This is so dangerous. Thank you for, and by the way, for, for those at home, you've got to go to our site, worm.org, sign up for the email list. You'll get all the video. You'll get all the content we put up. If you're listening to this on our vast radio network or on the um, on our top-rated uh, podcast, you've got to make sure you get the visuals. Laura Loomer, uh, tell me why this is Emmer, and he wasn't a kid when he did this. He was a grown man. It, it's so ridiculous. The founders would laugh in his face. The national popular vote, another, this another way to break this republic and turn it into not democracy, mobocracy. This is, be, this is where you would see Midtown Manhattan. They'd be signing the folks up over the Roosevelt Hotel this afternoon and having them vote in the presidential election. Why is this a dangerous idea? And why is Tom Emmer not with the program, ma'am? Well, look, Steve, there's many reasons why Tom Emmer shouldn't be Speaker of the House, right? But uh, I think that this is just an, another example of how he is and why he is the uniparty's pick, okay? Why would we want, when we have a Republican-controlled House, why would we want our Speaker to be somebody who was as compromised enough to once be a paid spokesperson for an organization dedicated towards, you know, abolishing the Electoral College that was funded by George Soros. You know, there's many reasons why we shouldn't want Tom Emmer to be uh, Speaker of the House. If you look at his record from his time as the head of the NRCC, the group that was in charge of delegating funds uh, to Republican candidates when they were running for Congress, you'll know that Tom Emmer went out of his way with people like Kevin McCarthy to give money to, to give money Steve, to all of the America last candidates, all of the anti-Trump candidates. And it wasn't until I actually called Emmer out, and I believe uh, you have this video, I actually showed up to the donor retreat at the Ritz-Carlton in January of 2022, where he and McCarthy were whining and dining all the millionaire and billionaire donors to the NRCC. And during the Q&A, I said, how come on your top targeted list of incumbents you want to remove, you don't have the 10 who voted to impeach President Trump? And he shouted me down and he literally had me thrown out of the Ritz-Carlton. And it's because he's anti-Trump. And you see, this is why President Trump has come out so strongly against Tom Emmer. And now today, there's a bunch of fake news media articles that were planted by Emmer and I probably McCarthy and his team as well, Steve, saying things like, oh, Tom had a really great productive conversation with President Trump. He didn't have a great productive conversation with President Trump. President Trump isn't going to be supporting Tom Emmer because he's a rhino and a Trump hater. Yeah, I mean, President Trump being polite and some guy calling him up on it. President Trump is always going to take the call for a guy who's going to kiss his ass on a Sunday afternoon during the football games. I mean, it's not or Saturday watching college football. 
that's he, yeah. he'll take that call. And then the guy goes out immediately. We had a great call. You know, I know, I know, you know, he just put this statement out. I love President Trump and we're going to work great together. Speaker, he dude, you're not going to be Speaker Trump. of the House. He hates President Trump. No. He supported people like Liz Cheney. And if you recall, you know, look at with, with the rise of Hezbollah and Hamas, I'm really glad to see that the, the Daily Caller is confirming the story that I broke weeks ago. Right. I mean, it's great to see that people are catching up to, you know, all of the uh all of the uh, exposés I've been doing for years on end that got me completely banished from all social media platforms, Steve, telling the truth about Islam and the fact that we've been totally infiltrated. You know, we have our own jihadist members of Congress in the form of people like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, who refuse to condemn groups like Hamas and Hezbollah. And I want to remind everybody that Tom Emmer, okay, his rep- his district is right next door to Ilhan Omar's. And when President Trump held a rally and he was speaking out against Ilhan Omar when he was president about how Ilhan Omar was caught on video saying, oh, 9-11 was just an event when some people did something. And then those videotapes came out about her laughing about Hezbollah and Al-Qaeda, where she was like, appeared to just be getting off during this interview, Steve, whenever they were talking about Islamic terrorists. Uh, President Trump was holding this rally and his supporters were chanting, send her back, right? Because she's from Somalia. She's not even from this country. And Tom Emmer came out and released a statement slamming President Trump as a racist. You can go and look it up yourself. And he said that those chants have no place in our country. They absolutely do have a place in this country. And we absolutely do need to send Ilhan Omar back to where she came from, because we shouldn't have members of Congress serving who won uh, our adherence of Sharia law, which is completely incompatible with Western civilization. And number two, we shouldn't have jihadist members of Congress who are unwilling and completely, uh, you know, against the condemnation of groups like Hamas that are killing Jews and American citizens, Steve. And you have to ask yourself, why You've would Tom Emmer be on Ilhan Omar's yep. side? Why is why is Tom Emmer you, you, defending Ilhan Omar? You've been criticized uh, by a lot of folks as, you know, you're, you're anti-Islam, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, after the 8th of October, you looked like you were pretty prescient in, in a lot of this. What... How did the folks in Israel, particularly in southern Israel down near Gaza, how did they forget that, Laura? I mean, you and others have been, you know, reminding people that the Muslim Brotherhood, which Hamas is just the wing of in Gaza, is absolutely deadly, dedicated to the destruction of the entire Judeo-Christian West, Israel, the United States, all of it. How did people actually in Israel take their eye off the ball, you think? Well, look, I think that there's an understanding of of what the ideology of Islam represents, especially to the people of Israel, the Jewish state, of course, that has to deal with uh, hostile Islamic uh, neighbors on every single uh, border, Steve. But the fact of the matter is, is the Republicans in this country, right, they have uh, through their uh, refusal, right? Their refusal to have an open, honest conversation about Islam, not as a religion, but as a political ideology, which is how it is practiced in majority uh, Muslim countries, the 55 Islamic countries around the world. Uh, we're in this point in our country today where we have pro-Hamas rallies and jihadist members of Congress and failed intelligence briefings because of the Republicans, Steve. Think about it. They allowed for people like Barack Hussein Obama to get away with completely butchering the linguistic of uh, the way that the FBI and other federal law enforcement and local law enforcement agencies could identify terror threats when they remove the term Islamic terrorism. You're not allowed to call it Islamic. You can't identify it. So how are you supposed to actually 
combat a threat if you can't even properly identify the threat, okay? The Republicans were too scared of being called Islamophobes, so they allowed for people like Ilhan Omar to be on the Foreign Affairs Committee, where I wouldn't even be surprised if she was leaking our intelligence information to members of ISIS, who she has open associations with through the Dar al-Farouk Islamic Center in Minnesota, which is where her district is located. Like, this is all information that I had been releasing for years, and the Republicans said, oh, we don't want to be called Islamophobes. We don't want to be called bigots and racists, so we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> you want to know who's in charge okay. of our national I, security? A yeah. Palestinian Hamas supporter named okay. Maher Batar. Yeah. No, no, I got that. We've had that thing. But my question was about Israel. I understand that part, and those are very great points. But how did – why are you having Burning Man – why are they having Burning Man, a peace dance – trance dance music all night long right next to Gaza. What, what, did the people in Israel, did the young people of Israel, they woke that they forgot that Hamas, if Hamas were animals on the 8th, they were animals in the 7th and the 6th and the 5th yeah. and the 4th and the 1st and back from time immemorial. Is woke ideology or woke universities, is, is that impacted Israel, not just the United States? Because it's terrible here, don't get me wrong, and you're 100% correct about the Republican, particularly the Republican establishment. Uh, what about Israel? Yeah, I think that the woke virus has definitely uh, infected the minds of the youth all around the world. Uh, but also, too, I've been to Israel. I've been to the Gaza border. I've been to these communities that have been ravaged over these last couple of weeks by uh, by the terrorists, Steve. And this nobody really ever expected something like this to happen because Israel is known for having probably the most advanced uh, surveillance technology in the entire world where they're able to pretty effectively and quickly neutralize terrorists. And so I think that um, there was this maybe maybe a sort of naive naive sense of security or this understanding that terrorists wouldn't get too far if they penetrated over the border because uh, usually they're shot on sight. Uh, but this is a massive intelligence failure, which is why you know I kind of pivoted in answering this question and uh, relate it back to our intelligence because Israel sh shares intelligence with the United States when it comes to combating groups like Hamas and Hezbollah. And so when is, the senior is, director is your, of national intelligence in the yeah. United States is a pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas uh, Muslim named Maher Batar, who was appointed by Joe Biden, even though he has open ties to groups like SJP that are now organizing these rallies against Israel on college campuses. I just broke a story the other day about how he he directed the intelligence briefings to move away from Hamas and Hezbollah. So when is he going to be held accountable? We're going to continue to have threats like this <laughs> if the guy in charge of our intelligence is pro-Hamas, Steve. Uh, I want to hold you over because I want to ask you another question about Emmer and the Electoral College, which I think is uh, very prescient about what's going on today. Real quickly, we got about a minute. Are you afraid that we're also have not taken this threat, the Hezbollah, uh, Hamas threat that's going through the southern border and these cells we have in the United States? You think we're asleep also? Yeah, I do, actually. And uh, it, again, I'm going to reiterate what I just said. The Joe Biden literally made his senior director of intelligence, okay, at the National Security Council, a pro-Hamas Palestinian Muslim, okay? And this needs to be addressed. We cannot, you know, we can't dance around this. We don't have to worry about people's feelings. Now's not the time to be talking about Islamophobia and racism and bigotry. No. Do you want to have another 9-11 style attack or do you, are we going to be able to have a conversation about this? Laura, hang on for one second. Uh, this Tom Emmer that you are all over, 
Also, Caroline Run's going to join us the next hour. What happens if this election gets kicked into the House of Representatives, which 2020 should have been kicked into the House of Representatives? Then we would have won. Are we certain we will win in 2024 if that what happens? Laura Loomer's going to answer that question next in the world. I am the last person on earth to nag you about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't. And you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com, code Bannon. Take agency, do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. They're going to go in at 6 30 tonight and make their pitches tomorrow morning starting at 9 till noon. They're going to do the, you know, the anonymous vote. And I think then hopefully we move to the floor and get back out into the public. Um, 202-225-3121. Mainstream media says the pressure campaign hasn't worked. I think that people up in the Hill would say it's worked very well. Make sure you call and, uh, and give, them your, um, give them a piece of your mind. 202-225-3121. This thing is far from over. Uh, you know, this has so far been the, uh, the end of the beginning, and that's it. Uh, we still got a long way to go. And Tom Emmer is a guy that does not like President Trump, and he can't hide it. My concern, uh, my concern uh, Laura, is that if we if it was kicked into the House of Representatives, which it should have been because the Biden elector should not have been certified. And I'm not saying the Trump electors should have been certified. I've never said that. I said it should have been below 270, gone to the House. Trump would have won 27, 23 because you vote by state party delegation. With Tom ever getting rid of a lot of the what would have been the pro-Trump faction like the Joe Kent's, et cetera. All of a sudden, you could look at a House of Representatives that, hey, maybe have enough Emmer never Trump guys in it, that, that we wouldn't actually go into the House, although we control state party delegations, may not win it. Your thoughts, ma'am? I think you're absolutely correct. And uh, again, how many people was Tom Emmer able to make these types of deals with in terms of not supporting President Trump when he was uh, chair of the NRCC? Uh, we know that the NRCC controls all of the funding and they like to entice and lure congressional candidates with their whole young gun program, right? Like you're going to qualify for our young gun program and then we're going to give you money and you have to, they basically they basically blackmail these candidates where they say, OK, well, we're going to support you, but we own you. Right. And 
they will destroy your campaign if you don't do what they say or what you want, what what people like Kevin McCarthy and Tom Emmer want you to do. I experienced this when I was a candidate. Even though I out fundraised and outperformed both of the incumbents, I worked again and broke fundraising records. They wouldn't allow me to be on the young gun list because I refused to support Kevin McCarthy and I wouldn't take the pledge to vote for McCarthy uh, if I were elected to Congress. And so uh, I'm very concerned about that. We saw the way that uh, Tom Emmer himself also accepted FTX funds along with people like Kevin McCarthy. And we know that those funds were stolen and they were used as dark money to uh, attack America First candidates like myself and Joe Kent and, and several others as well. So you're absolutely correct, Steve. Now, you've been talking to senior Trump officials throughout the day. Uh, you can't release the name, but they're quite upset in the fact that Emmer is presenting this to the media like uh, Trump's virtually endorsed him, that he and Trump yeah. had a long, deep conversation. What's the reality of that, Laura? Well, I'll just read it directly. Here's a quote. Emmer called President Trump this weekend, and uh, the two had a polite conversation. End of story. Attempts from Emmer and his allies to make the call sound like something that it wasn't is misleading. That's from a senior Trump official. And so you, what you have here is Tom Emmer trying to save face because uh, he's he's actually worse than Kevin McCarthy. You think that Kevin McCarthy was a bad speaker. Wait till you get uh, somebody like Tom Emmer. Uh, but he apparently had this phone call with President Trump. And He's trying to make it seem like, oh, yeah, President Trump's really supportive of me and, you know, he's encouraging me when they already, I think, preemptively, the Trump campaign last week uh, put out a statement about how President Trump does not support uh, Tom Emmer. There was a report in Politico about this, and it's just a manipulation tactic, a gaslight tactic by Tom Emmer. So what people need to understand is that. President Trump and his advisors are not in support of Tom Emmer. And so that means that the America First Base and MAGA should be against Tom Emmer. And you should call all of your representatives and you should tell them that he was the paid spokesperson for this group called National Popular Vote that was funded by uh, George Soros. And you should make sure that you tell your representatives you're never going to donate another penny to them if they vote for Tom Emmer to be Speaker of the House. Uh, Laura, how do people get to your new podcast, uh, your new show? How to get to all your writings, your social media, all of it? Because uh, 24 hours a day, you're putting up great investigative com uh, content, ma'am. Absolutely. Uh, and oh, one last thing, too, before I uh, give that information out, Steve, it's important for people to know that this is also an effort by Ron DeSantis to try to stop President Trump from being the nominee. Uh, Carly Atchison is the spokesperson for the Never Back Down Super PAC. Well, do you think it's a coincidence that she also uh, worked for Tom Emmer and the NRCC? No, clearly they're working uh, with uh, the rhinos in the House of Representatives so that they can install an anti-Trump speaker of the House to try to uh, facilitate uh, more attacks against President Trump from from within Congress. Uh, people can follow wow. me on Rumble. Wow. My new show just launched. It's called Loomer Unleashed. Rumble.com slash Laura Loomer. I'm actually going to be having uh, Jason Miller on, President Trump's senior advisor, this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday on Rumble Live, you can catch my show and you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Truth Social, and Getter uh, at Laura Loomer. And then my Substack is... Um, uh, substack.com. Well, it's lauralumer.substack.com. So follow me there as well and subscribe for all these. By the reports. way, Loomer Unleashed, it's when you get the call, Ms. Loomer on line three. That's when they start getting nervous up on Capitol Hill. Laura Loomer, thank you so much for your investigative yes. reporting on this. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Steve. 
See, that's what it took. Somebody go back. I mean, think about it for a second. This is not, you know, a lot of people do stuff when they're younger. Maybe they get in politics and these college things, college Republicans, and they support stuff. Or maybe people start out on uh, on the left or when you're young. That kind of stuff happens. This guy was like a grown man. I mean, a really grown man. Remember, he's sitting in Michelle Bachman's. That's Michelle Bachman's old district, the great Michelle Bachman. So it's just um, it's unbelievable. The national public, nothing could be worse Worse for this country. The, the framers of the, of the country are being outraged. It will, would lead to mob rule if you went to national public vote. Okay, uh, I want to thank Laura Loomer. We're going to take a, a short break here in a moment and come back. We're actually packed in the next hour. want to make sure everybody, this fight we have in Capitol Hill, tonight at 6.30, they start going in and making their pitches. Tomorrow morning at 9. The conference comes back from 9 to noon. They're going to have the anonymous vote to try to get to a designee that's supposed to end at noon. So we'll be covering that during the show tomorrow morning. And I hope they go right to the floor and start voting. I want to make sure everybody goes to birchgold.com slash abandon. And here's why. The economy is, uh, is turbulent and it's going to get worse. Why? Because the structure of interest rates now in this massive out-of-control debt that's exploding – and we told you the tax revenues are going to be less than uh, $5 trillion, and that was quite correct. It's a lot less than $5 trillion. Uh, in fact, $600 billion short because the economy is slowing. Also, they're playing around with the expenditures. We had a $2 trillion deficit, not a $1.7. That's got to be fully financed, fresh out, plus another 6 to $8 trillion has to be refinanced. Everything you see, interest rates are exploding. Make sure you go to birchgold.com and talk to the team about why gold has been a hedge against turbulent times for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Get the information from Philip Patrick and the team. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back for the second hour. Caroline Wren on the house race, Darren Beatty on, uh, on the southern border, and Dave Walsh on energy. All next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 